Welcome to the first ever Warp Tour band announcement special here on the Kill Rock Podcast featuring myself, Keith Settles, as well as Wasim Bazi from the band Good Luck Varsity. Before we get started, I want to let you guys know that today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com backslash killrock. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, for your Android, Kindle, or any MP3 player. Audibletrial.com backslash killrock. Help support the Kill Rock podcast. You don't even have to spend a cent. You could cancel it anytime. So, audibletrial.com backslash kill rock.
you ready? Ah! Okay. Think out, think out. All right, I'm ready. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Kill Rock Podcast. I'm your host Keith Settles, and I once again I have Wasim Bazi. And you just listened to the song "These Hands" by the band Hearts Like Lions out of Long Beach, California. We announced it on Monday. Well, they announced it last week, but we announced it on Monday that they signed with Tooth and Nail Records, and Tooth and Nail has re-released their EP, These Hands. It's on iTunes. It's all digital. Go check it out. We're going to have a link in the description box. But today, we have Asim Bazi again from Good Luck Varsity, and at the end of the show, he's going to give us the title for the new Good Luck Varsity album. Drum roll, please. No, I can't do that, but... <laughs> I am back and I'm happy to be back. So th- thank you for coming back, Wasim. It is a pleasure. Uh as you know, it is Warped Wednesday, the first December of the month, and that means Warp Tour has announced their first five bands for 2015. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. <laughs> Warp Tour, give it up. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh what Kevin Lyman just uh, announced the first five bands earlier today, which it was actually Brian Stars, the YouTuber. Oh, well, even better. I, I looked on the internet um, on the band's Warp Tour website. I didn't actually see the video. So sorry, everybody. I'm pretty sure I messed Bri- up. I'm pretty sure Brian Stars is hurt to hear you say that because he listens to every single episode of the Kill Rock podcast. Well, then he's listening now, and I apologize <laughs> very, very much. How many times have you been to the Warp Tour, and when was your first time? My first time was in 2006. Okay. I've only been three times. Um, I went last year, but I only went for a little bit. Um, did you get that? Because sw- Ryan- did you get that sweater last year? Uh, no, I got this a long time ago. <laughs> the story so far, if everyone's listening, no one can see what we're. No one. Can that see is it. true. But you went this. Um, you went this year. Yeah, I went to go see Ryan because uh, I was going to California for a little bit, and he was headed off um, on the warp tour, so. I went and said bye to him, but I got to hang out on the warp tour a little bit, see some like how they how it works behind the scenes and stuff. With oh really? Uh, yeah. Oh Ryan Ryan Scott Grant from State Champs, everybody. Just right. in case uh, you didn't know who Ryan was, but um, uh, yeah, I went a couple years before that. I not the year not not last year, but the year before that, I believe. Um, Taking Back Sunday headline that year. Right. That's uh, I don't know what year that was, but then my first one was in two thousand six, which. I thought that was pretty cool. What about you? How uh, how many have you been to? Well, I feel like the I've been to I feel like three, maybe four. Some uh, when you go to the same venue, sometimes the years kind of mesh together. But the first year, yep. I could I remember it perfectly because we actually went down to Chula Vista. The headliners were Coheed and Cambria, Kill Switch Engage, Azalea Dying, Chiodos, Circus. Actually, Circus Survive started the day on the main stage. Um, I feel the starting line was there. We saw Maylene and the Sons of Disaster, John Zetta, a bunch of amazing bands. Uh, the next year was actually kind of funny because I was taking a music business class at Citrus College, and my teacher got us press passes to go, like, you know, talk with the bands. Cause, like, the day before the tour starts, they have to get their laminates and they have to check in and they have to do all <clears> this <throat> stuff. And the tour f- at that time would always start in Pomona in which it, it does again this year. You know, I, I've always had good experiences at the Warp Tour. It's probably not the best place to see your favorite band for the first time, but it is a good way to sample new bands before you go see them on their actual tours. 
Absolutely. I think uh I think Warp Tour is more for just um like you you don't want to say it's not about the music because mm-hmm. it is about the music, but right. but it's really it's not at the same time. Like it's about the experience of just going out and networking and and maybe you can meet your favorite band. You know, you, you they're like bands of all sizes have meet and greets. Bands of all sizes have like special merch and like certain like events or or things going on that you know you can try to be a part of instead of just going to see your favorite band. So Right. Warped Tour is so much more than just like a concert experience, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's kind of like how Coachella is now. Um how it is it like you said it's more for the experience rather than just saying like hey I'm gonna go see such and such band. Because I remember my first year we didn't plan anything and I think I saw about eight or nine bands. I didn't see everyone's full set. Um, can you tell me a story, like maybe a you know someone that signed something for you, or just something crazy that happened to you at the Warp Tour? Well, my first Warp Tour, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a little weird, but my mom took me, <laughs> me and my friends, and she went off, and she had gotten a bunch of signatures and met all of my favorite bands <laughs> while I while I was watching other of my favorite bands. So, uh. Uh, against me is my favorite band of all time. And right. they were playing at the 06 warp tour. And I remember watching like less than Jake or something like that. And, uh, I was sitting there watching the band and my mom had found me in the middle of the crowd. And I was like, look what I got. And it came like warp tour would pass out these booklets and it had a picture of each band, like their promo shot or whatever. Right. And it was just bam, Tom Gable, James Bowman, and like, uh, <laughs> you know, the whole band just whoosh, signed. And I was like, what the hell? Like, how'd you do this? She's like, they had a signing and I just stood in line for like 10 minutes and (laughs) and stuff like that. So that's my story. My story is her story. You know, the craziest thing has probably ever happened at Warped Tour, but I don't know. I think the one story that rings off the top of my head was my first Warped Tour, like yours. Uh, I stood in line to get autographs from Killswitch Engage and, uh, you know, I get everything signed. They had like this beer pong cup that they were signing for warp tour and a poster. And I go up to uh, Howard, the lead singer at the time. And I go up to him like, Howard, you're the man. He's like, no, Keith. what's your name? <laughs> I'm like, Keith. He's like, no, Keith, you're the man. And he signed that on my poster I said, Keith, you're the man. Love Howard. I'm like, that's freaking awesome. Like, Oh, I can't wait to see you guys play. Um, literally five minutes. I go to the bathroom and I leave my bag with a friend of mine. I come back and my bag's gone. Oh man! <laughs> so that autograph from the band from Kill Switching, man, Kill, right? And like, and it, like a specialized note to myself is somewhere out in Chula Vista, or some kid named Kyle has it and just makes believe that you know it says Keith or it says Kyle. So, um, you told me you were doing some research about the Vans Warp Tour. I want to hear what you got because I know you. You are a studyaholic. Well, check this out. Okay. Very first Warp Tour in 1995 had these bands. First of all, I want you to guess how many bands were on the Warp Tour. Oh, let's see. How many do they have now? Like 75 or something like that? 65, 75? I'm going to guess 15. This list that I have here has six. Six bands. Six bands. Now, (laughs) I searched different websites to get different lists. I got the same website every single time. Here they are. Ready? 
CIV, right. fluff, L7, no use for a name, orange 9mm, and quicksand. Now, I did come across one website that had Sublime and No Doubt. I don't know if that's true or no, not. No, it's true because when I was talking with Kevin Lyman uh, on our episode Monday, which I haven't even plugged yet, go check that episode out. It's so great, especially if you're in an up-and-coming band. But he dropped, no doubt, he dropped Sublime and uh, you know Quicksand and No Use for a Name. And I was the dumb one, and I was like, wasn't Pennywise on that tour? And he's like, no, that was the second year. The second year was when everything went all punk. Yep, I have that list here. It's a, it's a lot more extensive, but just to name a few, there's Goldfinger, Blink-182, No Effects, Pennywise. Uh, uh, what do we have here? I mean, all these other weird, the, the Deftones are on it. Right. Um, but then there's a bunch of like weird ones that I don't even recognize, like the figs and and <laughs> face to face. I mean, I, I, I think I've heard face. of that before. Face fish, face. fish bones like a ska band. So like, I think face Fluff to face was is on out it. of California. I oh, three eleven also on the 1996 one, the the year after. So <laughs> I don't know. That's it's pretty crazy looking back. I mean. I tried to find like an updated list. So if, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, that's not all that was on 1995. Like I looked at a couple different ones, but, but it's pretty crazy to see that there's like six to eight bands on the first Warp Tour. And now, like you said, there's like 75 bands. Like there's yeah. more bands than, than you can, you know, even listen to in one day. So I don't know. And that's crazy, especially because they're all playing 30 minute set. It's just blown up to something so big because now you have like these radio rock bands. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now you have these hip hop artists. Now you have like spoken word and metal. And, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if there was a country act. I'm not like, <laughs> like you heard it here first. Would not surprise me if that was if there was a country act on the Warp Tour. Like Luke they, Bryan. Luke Bryan is going to be at the Warp Tour. <laughs> they just I don't know. Like like I was thinking about that as I was like reading up on this and everything like they have to somewhere, you know, whether it's in a uh, a meeting hall or some kind of conference room or over the phone, somebody sitting down being like, well, who are we thinking about having on for this year? Like, how do they come up with it? How does it work? I don't know. Do you know anything about that? Well, I was in the office and the office is not really that big. The Fort Finney office, it's it's basically like a loft. There, you know, there's no real different, like, there's no rooms, like, everything's just open. So, if you listen to the interview I did with Kevin Lyman, you could hear like everyone clicking their mouses or typing on their keyboards. Everyone is so close together. Oh, and, wow. And I think, and just walking in, you could see like in everyone, it's like this family feel. Like, these guys love being there, they're actually happy, happy being at their jobs. Um, you know, and there's like a little like conference table at the at the back of the room. I actually, when I was setting up uh, everything, my my mixer and my computer and all this stuff, they were actually on a conference call, in like not even another like just down the hall. Like I could, li- oh, wow. I was, I, not that I was eavesdropping, but I could listen to them on their conference call, and I'm like, wow, that's pretty crazy. Um, let's now let's get to the first five bands and. In the interview with Kevin Lyman, he did say that there are going to be some headliners on this year's Warp Tour, and Brian Starrs even said that in the video. I think these first five bands—they're just trying to get you know, our, like just our mouths wet, like just trying to like, hey, this is what you could expect. We have two pop punk bands, we have a post-hardcore band, uh, we have an acoustic punk 
guy, uh, front porch step, who for me, he's kind of like a, you know, a newer version of like dashboard meets, you know, acoustic brand new and uh, shoot what any type of angsty real acoustic punk. And then you have I don't want to say his name wrong, but I believe his name is Kasha Dills, who is a rapper out of L.A. Um, you know about Neck Deep and you know about handguns. Tell me what like what do you know about these two bands? Well, I don't know too much about Neck Deep besides they're pretty. I, I would say that they're like the next big thing in pop punk as far as like what everybody's listening to, what everybody loves to go for. Um, I mean, they just blew up out of nowhere, I would right. say. But, you know, um, like I said, I don't know too much about them as far as like song titles and stuff like this. But f- from what I hear about them, they're blowing up. Handguns. Uh, they've been pretty big for for a little while. Um, I don't know. They uh, pretty good band. Uh, good Luck Varsity played a couple shows with them, and really? we got yeah, we went out to eat with them afterwards. And they're a bunch of goofballs. I'll tell you that right now. We had a blast <laughs> with them. But uh, I don't know. Two uh, two good pop punk bands um, gaining popularity quick. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you know what? I totally agree with you about Neck Deep. Um, this is actually their second straight year on the Ward Tour. And I talked to my buddy, Sean, uh, Sean Hill, who cuts my hair. And you guys could listen to him on the ninth episode of the Kill Rock podcast. But I asked him, I'm like, you know, to me, like, you know, isn't it kind of weird that there's two bands so far that they're going on their second straight Warp Tour? And he said, yes. But the thing is, is that he thinks, Sean thinks, that Kevin Lyman really wants to push these bands. And I agree with you neck deep. I feel like they're going to be the next big thing in pop punk because they're throwing in that old style pop punk, but they're blending it in with this, like, you know, no, this, I guess this rejuvenation of, you know, people, of what people want, especially in this underground scene, uh, Palisades, uh, they actually, you know, it was kind of a coincidence. They announced today that they're releasing uh, a new album, their sophomore album off Rise Records called Mind Games. Now here it says on the on the Vans Warped Tour website, it says dance rock. What what are they? <laughs> Palisades dance rock. If you're going to be that specific, um, there we go. I guess um, <laughs> to me, they're just a post hardcore band with you know, a lot of sense. They're like attack of attack, attack, but I guess you could say they're thing. I think they have more diversity. It's not like the same thing. I mean, it is the same thing, but yeah, like the thing is, is that they're, they're kind of just a typical, uh, post hardcore band with that, with the sense and with all that stuff with the little, uh, I can't even think right now. Oh my God. With that dubstep feel, uh, which I feel like dubstep's like totally three years ago, but <laughs> it came, it came and went pretty fast. I'll it say came that, away, but it's staying in the hardcore scene, which I could kind of see because a lot of the stuff that Skrillex was doing, it reminded me of hardcore music anyway. Um, they're a good band. I, I enjoy their album outcast. Um, I listened to the new single player haters ball. Uh, it's not really my cup of tea, even sure. though. Sure. It's not my cup. Yeah, that's the album player haters ball and haters. Sure. Haters has the little apostrophe over the S. So it's haters is, I guess. Um, 
we're not hating on anybody. We're not the player haters over here. <laughs> anyway, hey, I, I don't know. I never even heard it, so I don't know. I might love it. It, if I it, it was just released today, so I don't know how many people have actually heard it. They're a decent band. They have a good following. I didn't like them at first because I thought they tried too much. Um, Outcast, they kind of simplified it a little bit, but the songs were better written, I feel. Um, I mean... They're a good band for Warp Tour. They're like issues. They're like, uh, you know, all the, you know, that kind of band. Uh, Front Porch Step, I do enjoy because he's so angsty. And I've talked about it a lot on the podcast about, you know, bands cussing in their music. He's actually probably one of the few that I don't mind because there's, he, because the songs that he writes, it's like watching a movie or watching like, you know, Breaking Bad and they, you know, they say that one cuss word, you know, in one season, you're like, like yeah feeling uh he has feeling behind his words and you could really tell like it's it's not necessarily the most poetic but it's from the heart every lyric that i feel that he's ever written is from the heart and i think there's big things for front porch step i totally totally think that um right now if i were to go to warp tour and we're we could talk about kasha dills i guess i don't know if you listen to his his songs no nope i haven't um but hip hop artists on on Warp Tour, it's always intriguing to me. It is. It, he's like he's like a fun hip hop though. It's like a a party type hip hop. It's not necessarily like you know I'm gonna kill you. I'm a thug. Yada yada yada. <laughs> it's like a it's like if Mike Posner 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 did hip hop like more hip hop and not singing. It, this would be it. Yeah, uh, last year I know they had Watsky on mm-hmm. Warp Tour. Uh, I that's like the closest thing I can think to it as far as party hip hop goes. Right. Uh, he he's not Watsky's not much of a gangster, but uh, he definitely is a rapper. And when he was playing, you know, he got the crowd into it and stuff like that. And 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 sometimes that's what it's about. Like it's not even about like what are popular bands or anything like that. But maybe sometimes you know they think we have 72 bands to, or, or yeah. however many you said earlier to be on the, uh, on the, sh- on the, uh, tour. Every we don't need day. every single band. Yeah, exactly. We don't need every single band to be your favorite band. Like right. listen to your favorite band. Go, go check out somebody new. Go listen to something you never heard before. And you know, maybe Kasha Dills is the one that, that you never heard before that you go check out and, and he becomes your new art favorite artist. Maybe he doesn't, you know, that's what warp tour is about. So, out of these five artists slash bands, which one are you most excited to see? Well, handguns, because I want to see my boy Taylor. I wanna <laughs> I wanna I wanna see him. I wanna hang out with them and be be done with them. But uh at the same time though, uh I don't know. I, I am pretty curious to see what this front porch step guy is like. Okay. I, I do like acoustic punk. Um but I would really like to see Neck Deep live because I want to see if they live up to the hype. Uh, That's exactly what I was totally going to say Neck Deep because of that same that the, the same thing you said. I want to see if they're as good live as they're recording because I I I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't play video games too often. I play two types of video games, and no one can see no one can see that I'm putting number two up. <laughs> I talk with my hands all the time. I play two types of video games. I play WWE and I play NHL. And with both those games, you can make your own soundtrack. Every year I add 20 songs to a huge soundtrack that I started back in 2007. Neck Deep's 
Neck Deep has made that playlist. So you know that has to be good because there's some amazing stuff that, you know, I feel is worthy of being on my Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about my Xbox in a minute. Or, you know, soon. Uh, next week, when the tour, when they announce again more bands for this tour, what band would you expect to be on that list? <sighs> Let's see. Do you think they're going to announce a, uh, a headliner, or do you think it's all going to be just Ooh. like... See, I don't, level boys. I don't know. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. And we both have the answer. Okay. What if well, they had one anyway. one headliner and one mid-sized band that you expect? What, what would you think? Okay, my headliner would be the used. You think so? I think the used, yeah. Okay. What's your headliner? Honestly, I think it'd be something ridiculous like like Attila or something like that. <laughs> that you think that's going to be a big headliner? I, I think, well, dude, yeah, I they know. were bringing I, in crowds last year. I know, I know. They're, but they're huge. Some, some kind of hot topic band that is going to be like, that is going to get that that group on fire for Warped Tour. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I don't think it's going to be like Yellow Card or it's going to be like no. Newfound Glory or something like that. Um. But mid-sized band, just kind of like a regular band. You don't think Newfound Glory? They just released an album this year, and they're get. I mean, from what I've heard, they're gaining some, uh, you know, some steam a little bit. I mean, I don't think that they'll announce them next week. Oh, okay. Well, well, yeah, we're talking about next week. So I think Um, they'll announce the used. But that is a good question, whether or not Newfound Glory is going to be on Warped Tour. Yeah. That's weird. And that's another conversation because then we could talk about is Haley using chat or is Chad using Haley? (laughs) Well, I'll stay out of that one, Chad, just for you. If if you ever come across this, probably the best. Don't beat my ass. Probably the best band name. What's eating Gilbert. That's probably the best band name I've ever heard. Love it though. Love that. Love that little side project. He has going. I'd say the used, you say Attila. Let's let's just well, say, you, uh, an Attila esque band. Okay, let's. It, it could be like something like that. Okay, now let's go uh, mid level. Mid level. Uh, what would be your mid level band? Honestly, I think and and some people might not think this is mid level, but I don't think that they're on the same like uh, platform as like a Yellow Card New Found Glory. But I think they might announce like the Wonder Years or the some Wonder kind Years. of like some big pop punk band like that. Maybe the story so far again. Mm-hmm. Some kind of like you know they're. Tr- I have to I have to imagine that they already know more than half the bands that are going to be on next year or oh, that are probably going to be on. Oh, no, it's set. They have all the bands already. Right. So so at this point, it's literally all promotion. So everything that you're going to hear from now on is 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 strategically placed in order for people to be hooked. They're not going to they're not going to give you the meat and potatoes next week. Right. But they're going to really you know, they're just going to try to hook you on so that you do check every single week. And that's a good, you know, that's a good marketing strategy. So that in mind, I think that they'll come out with a big hot topic core band. Okay. No offense. No offense to Attila. That's perfect. And then, uh, I think they'll come out with a big pop punk band. Like I, I one call, of your stories so far. I call Attila a uh, cuss core. They had some very offensive merch. <laughs> there is no other word to describe their merch or or even their their 
I guess their image besides offensive. Yes. yes. And <laughs> I don't get offended, but I <sighs> I agree with the Wonder Years though because they are on an album cycle year. You know? If, that mean, could be, you know, they could be a big uh I guess like big fish in the pond for a warp tour to 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 uh bring in a lot of people um cuz I guess that's the point of these bands, right? Yeah. It's to bring in people and uh Hopefully, what are you doing? I'm coming because my cat is outside the window meowing. I'm cupping the microphone. <laughs> so can't, this is this is a professional podcast. I swear to God. <laughs> um, I agree with the Wonder Years. My mid-level band, and you might. I mean, I think. Um, you know, you said that the Wonder Years are not necessarily like. A, a lot of people might not think of them as mid-level, but I don't think they're necessarily a headlining band. I think no, my, absolutely. I think my mid-level band would be Four Year Strong. I think they'll be back on that's the Warped another, Tour this year. That's another good one, too. That's another good one. Yeah, I think uh, they're about to release a full-length album, so I could totally see that. Do you see a Day to Remember playing again? Ooh, I do. I do. Didn't I, they just release an album, uh, I believe? Yes, uh, last year. Maybe 2013. I think maybe it was last year. Yeah, um... Like you were saying real quick, Four Year Strong is like that perfect band because you got all those like, I don't want to say punk kids, but you have all those like more musically sound kids right. who who really enjoy Four Year Strong's like older stuff. Even though I do think that their their new the Go Down in History EP I thought was phenomenal. I thought it was great and I think too. It, I thought it was a huge turnaround from uh, uh, whatever the yeah uh, whatever that other. Uh, album was that i can't even think of because i listened to literally the first two songs and never listened to it again <laughs> but no it offense was, it to was, four year strong it but. was an enemy of the world though it totally wasn't i totally agree it was uh, it wasn't rise or die either no it wasn't, it wasn't. the 90s cover album it wasn't anything it was just, it was a mistake i would say no offense but you messed up no like that album they did that and album hurt it was a major label flop uh yeah there's no other you know word what? for it every band's gonna have one Right. So there's their there's their one, but go down in history. The EP that was released after that I thought was phenomenal. Anyway, that being said, they'll take they'll get those those uh, those fans from you know, oh yeah, I used to love Rise or Die back in '08. Like, mm-hmm. let's go check out this band, and then they'll get the 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 new the newbies that are like, oh, I heard this uh, this um, four song EP, and I really like them. We'll check them out. Like, that's a good band. I think that's a better choice than the Wonder Years almost. Especially because they were on last year too. No, they were on the year before, maybe two years before. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. No, maybe not. I don't know. I think it was the year before. Um, Wasim Bazi, we have come to the conclusion of another episode of the Kill Rock Podcast. This and our first, our very first Warp Tour edition. Woo! Woo! Oh, top. Sorry, that no. I think I blew my microphone. (laughs) <laughs> Wasim, any last things you want to say about this week's warp tour at all uh nope <laughs> love being on the show can't wait to be on it uh again and talk about more warp tour stuff and just more things. stuff in general stuff and things and things and stuff see what the okay i do have one thing okay the people listening do not know like how close we are and how I, I want to say, like, I don't, I don't know if this is going through your head, but there's a lot of things that I'm choosing not to say because it'll go into so much side conversation <laughs> I know. that, like, 
I'm trying to stay on topic. So <laughs> if they could just keep that in mind for future episodes, I think that'd be great. Oh, I, t- I totally agree with you because I know I could say certain things, especially about, you know, bands like Streetline Manifesto, and <laughs> it would just totally piss you off. Or if you talk about Thrice, it'll totally piss me off. So we'll talk about that in our own personal time. Uh, like I said in the pre-roll, before we started this episode, today today's podcast, the Kill Rock podcast, is brought to you by Audible.com. Get your free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com backslash kill rock over 150,000 titles and we on monday we had a book of the week it was chris jericho's best uh, best in the world at what i have no idea but for this we're going to have a special book of the week just because silent planet is coming on our show at the end of the month they're a big c.s lewis band go pick up the great divorce actually you could pick up the great divorce and the abolition of man all in the same order. Get your free audiobook download and you have two free books. That is The Abolition of Man and The Great Divorce. AudibleTrial.com backslash Killrock. Wasim, thank you so much for coming on again. I can't want, not wait to see you next week. We are going to announce it now. Every week until all the bands, well, almost every week until all the bands are announced, Wasim's going to come on the show and we're going to talk about the Vans Warp Tour. <laughs> can't wait all right have a great we'll see you guys on monday while drew saragoza comes on this show and we talk about really crappy bands and how they book shows here on the kill rock podcast this last song is by a band prepared like a bride out of australia this is off their album uh, overcomer this song is overcomer we'll see you next monday